0: Hey, good morning, Fabcasters. This is Arbar with The Drive Time with, with a huge conviction about how to do, a different way for me to do apologetics or witnessing in general or just just being a dad, being a husband. And that's this. I don't know if it's my job anymore to convince someone that God exists, but rather to be a demonstration of God's power to them so for instance what one thing that's always been on my heart one thing I've had a passion for is apologetics and, and what that what that is 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 giving a reason for my faith like logically laying out and mapping out this is why I believe what I believe even though in that passage in first Peter I, I believe that that was directed towards other believers but You might know what I'm talking about. It's where it's like, hey, how can we engage agnostics, atheists, people of other cult religions or different religions that don't believe in Jesus? How can I convince them that Jesus is the real thing? But this is my conviction. I don't know if that's my job. What if my job is just to be a demonstration of what God can do when a man is sweetly broken and fully surrendered to him? That's so. That's a guy who's now in touch with his need for a savior, like he doesn't think everybody else needs a savior except for him because he's transparent in his brokenness, because he's completely honest, because he's he's humbled and humble because he's humbled, and a guy that doesn't doesn't fear people, and isn't that the attractive thing that? everybody sees in other people like, man, look at that guy. That guy is so humble. That's a universal thing. Everybody can see that. They can see people who are arrogant and people who are proud. And something deep down inside in the gut says, man, that, that's an arrogant jerk. I don't want to be like that guy. Like, I don't th- nobody, nobody, no kid desires, like wakes up and says, man, that, that guy's my hero. He's a mean, cruel, grinch. And I'd really like to be like that when I grow up. Nobody does that. Because deep down in their heart of hearts, they know, like, that's a nice nice man. I want to be like that. Now, there are the anomalies where someone's conscience is seared and in in, in their brokenness, they, they do desire to be an evil, conniving, hurtful person. Um... But that's because that's because their conscience has been seared and, and different events have happened to so where they got there. But when you start fresh, like for all the kids in my Sunday school class, none of them are thinking or having any ambition to be evil and to grow up as evil people. So it, this is a language that I'm, I'm saying, this is a language that could be universal, that, that what if we stopped convincing people, trying to persuade people, of our faith and that God exists and just started being a demonstration of God's power so I, the verse that I get is Romans 12 1 which Paul is speaking to a bunch of believers in Rome and he says I appeal to you therefore brothers by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to God which is your spiritual worship so it's like I mean, there's, there's nothing in here about try to, try to convince people. It's let, let them see a demonstration of God's saving power through you. So now, now it's like, Lord, uh, how do you want to love that guy? How do you want to love that guy? And, and would you allow me to be a part of it? So now um, uproot here from the, from the apologetic scene into the home. I don't think it's my job, gents, to teach my wife something, but rather to demonstrate God's power in my life. And that's through being loving. That's through being gracious in the way I walk and I talk and, and the, the volume of my voice to be a constant demonstration. And don't be deceived. I'm not I'm not saying I've got this area down. I don't. I'm I'm very in touch with my need. Or a savior, and how quickly, how quickly it can happen, where I stop being a demonstration of God's grace and His His presence in my house. Take it from marriage now. Take it to parenting. I don't know if it's my job to convince my kids and to, and to t- talk at them about the things of God, but rather to be a demonstration of God's power and what God can do. And how much God can love on a kid or children or how much God can love on them when a dad is completely surrendered to God. And the dad's not convinced anymore that his job is to speak truth into the lives of these kids, but rather to be a demonstration. Because let's be honest, everybody. We, all, we don't really remember... All the lectures that our parents gave us, maybe there are some maybe there are some but but more powerful than any lecture our mom and dads gave us is how they acted and how they carried themselves Was it not? Is it not true that kids aren't understanding everything in their childhood but they're tracking it all and it might might be like me like having sat now in in front of a a therapist that I'm able to make sense of things. Um, so one thing I remember about my mom is and she took she took a lot of my of my abuse. Like as a kid I was very disrespectful. And it, it was like I treated my mom like a like a butler. Like, oh can you do this? Can you do this? Um, can you can you sew this? My, my jeans, I tore my jeans, can you sew this? And I just remember my mom um never shaming me, never saying, I'm too busy for you, or you do it yourself. I mean, things that I'm doing to my kids. I'm thinking, wait, why why am I doing that? My mom never did that to me. But now I'm fast forwarding 30 years. I remember how gracious my mom was. And even when I was a spoiled little brat and demanded my way, I need this. I want this. I and and maybe my mom my mind is just cloudy here, but I don't ever remember my mom reacting um, in a bad way. And 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 why why did why did she do that? Like if that if that were me, I'd be like, Are you kidding me? You you're gonna talk to me like this? I'm your dad. I you make these are real these are real examples. You you make the money here. Did you buy this food? Did you cook this food and so I'm thinking whoa and God's been convicting me lately like no right no and your vocab you have a lot more vocab than your kids barely uh, barely more but it's a way for me to beat up my my kids is is to just talk around them and I confess that and I renounce that as evil and offensive in God's sight so I'm just asking now God that you that you love my kids through me. That's that's my prayer. That's my that's my daily prayer that he would love them through me and now I don't feel this this urge or this desire lately to be this lecturer speaking truth but I just want to be a demonstration. I just want to be a living sacrifice. I want to present my body my my vocal cords, my tone of my voice, my hands as as a living sacrifice in my house. And so that has completely changed the way I see parenting, the way I see marriage, and the way I see quote-unquote apologetics or reaching out to those who, who don't believe like I believe. And on top of that, I always want to remind myself that I haven't graduated and I haven't arrived at some, I'm, I'm at the pinnacle and I can't be taught anymore. I, I so desperately want to learn about God through others. So my, my heart posture is open to, man, if, if you know something, I don't know, please share it. If you're of another another faith, please share what you know. And I pray that you don't get all defensive. I pray that just we can have a dialogue because I, I want to learn. I want to learn that stuff. So uh, I thought you would enjoy that latest conviction. I'm going to revisit this a lot because I know I know I'll need to hear it over and over and over again. And I'll need to extend grace where people aren't being a manifestation of of God's presence in their life. And just as a reaction, as a response to that, just be the demonstration of God in the conversation. Love you, Fabcasters. I'm out of here. Peace.